Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is going on? This is Scriptwriter Steve. You reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is September 9th, 2021. Tomorrow is the start of... Oh, I'm sorry. Today. Today is the start of the NFL football season. Thank God football is here. Oh, man. <laughs> it is currently 2.51 a.m. in the morning. I'm up late. Not up early. Working on photos. My lord, I have tons of photos, tons of videos to edit. <laughs> I got my hands full. Um, I'm going to turn this music down and I'm going to get straight into what I want to talk about. So, you know, you know, there's the one thing that really, uh, I guess, gets on my nerves, and it's, uh, it's stupid people. All right. I just have a thing about stupid people. And, it's not as though I'm really smart because I'm not. Uh, and, you know, people mistaken me for a smart person. I just have a lot of common sense and I can kind of just figure things out. And it's really not that difficult, right? If you just slow down your thoughts, slow down your emotions, you know, don't get angry, don't get caught up in the, I guess, in the trending, uh, I guess, uh, uh, Instagram sphere that's out there because, you know, a lot of people just want to hop on the bandwagon to whatever is, I guess, driving uh, society these days. And for example, if everyone wants to wear a mask, they'll say, well, okay, we'll just all wear a mask. Or if everyone got the social distance and everyone has to be scared of COVID. And if, you know, all of a sudden we start believing that, you know, men can give birth, men can have periods. And oh my God, like, if I actually raise my hand and say... No, I think, you know, women are women and men are men. I'm very much, you know, just a traditionalist. All of a sudden, that thought becomes controversial. I mean, people are gone, just flat out stupid. I mean, they're so stupid. I mean, I really didn't get smarter, okay? People, I have not gotten much smarter. It's just that society has gotten that much stupider. I mean... I don't want to offend anyone, but I literally have to use the quote-unquote R-word here because they're retarded. They're flat-out retarded out there because they can't take data and they can't analyze data. When I say they, I mean maybe about 50% of America or maybe 50% of the world out there, they can't think for themselves. I mean, they, I mean, they're out there telling me to, I mean, just think about this, right? They're out there telling me to wear a mask because that will protect me from COVID. All right. And we know for a fact that COVID, the particles of COVID are microscopic. They're really, really, really tiny. In fact, they'll go through most masks out there, even including the N95s. And here's the thing. Here's a real easy, easy common sense test. Well, a person farts, right? A person farts. That those fart, those, those like farting particles are little feces particles, which are much bigger than COVID. And they travel through the person's underwear, through their pants, into the air, through the, through your, um, I guess through the air, through your mask, the N95 mask, and then into your nose. Because when you walk into the frickin' bathroom over at Costco or anywhere and somebody's taking a dump, you can smell it. You can't smell it as good, but you can still smell it. Now, if poop, little feces particles can get into my nose, that means I think COVID could probably get into my nose if it's going around, correct? 
right? And how do I know that masks don't work? Because Fauci and all of the um, Department of Health out there across there in America are not touting data that says masks work. They keep saying masks work. Well, where's the freaking data? One time, one time, the CDC put out their data out there that said, how many people of those that were infected with COVID were wearing masks? And it came out to about 98% or something like that. Here in Hawaii, when we had our mask mandates, man, almost everyone I knew, I was one of the few people who didn't wear masks religiously. Right? And, and I'm kind of still one of those people, even though we can still wear masks on the outside. And guess what? How many of the people out there who are getting infected are actually wearing masks? Still yet the far majority. If they said, if it, if, if the fact were the opposite, they would tell us. We would, they would say, well, 93% of all the people out there who are not getting infected are wearing masks. But no, they want to keep that from you. So their silence speaks even louder. Now, I'm supposed to be a genius to figure that out. I'm not a genius, right? That's just freaking common sense. So this weekend here, here we have Joe Biden out there and uh, Chuck Schumer and AOC, a hurricane, Hurricane Ida, you know, you know, hits Louisiana and goes up the Gulf and starts killing some people, right? Louisiana got hit really hard. But which state got hit the hardest? New York and New Jersey. Because the mayors there are freaking idiots, all right? And Mayor de Blasio didn't issue a flash flood warning, even though they saw the, the hurricane going up there and dissipating and it turned into a tropical depression. It wasn't even a strong tropical depression of any sort. It just caught them off guard because it had more rain than others. But why did it, and why did it storm so bad? Do you know that there was the toilets there? There was waters gushing up through toilets, like Old Faithful inside your own house. And, and a lot of these homes were being flooded from the inside out and killing people. All right? And the mayor did not do anything. Nothing whatsoever. So what does Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, and AOC go out there? What do they do? They go out there and say, yo, folks, global warming is real. And we got to pass this infrastructure bill to, um, you know, make sure this doesn't happen again. Because global warming, you see the consequences of global warming. We're going to see a lot stronger, you know, um, storms and everything like that, right? Really? Really? Now, when I take a look at the global warming temperature, I'll just tell you this. First of all, nobody knows in the world what is our ideal temperature of what the earth should be, all right? We have, you know, an ideal temperature for everything else, like our body temperature um, for your car. Even when I smoke meat, I, I want to like uh, have like a 203 degrees. That's the golden temperature, right? But what is the ideal temperature of the earth? Why don't you ask one of these scientists? I always ask these global warming scientists, these global warming advocates, how warm should the earth be? Huh, they don't know. How cold should it be? Oh, I don't know, but a lot colder than it is now. Well, how cold, how cold, how warm have we gotten since like the 1960s? And they'll say, whoa, it's been a lot. Did you see the graph? Did you see the graph, Steve? And I say, yes, I have. How warm, how much more warm, warmer has it been since the 1960s? I ask again. Well, since the 1960s, it's gotten 0.5 degrees warmer. 0.5 degrees warmer. 
You can't even warm your air condition 0.5 degrees. At 0.5 degrees, it's almost impossible to measure a temperature, you know, to be within it, to be accurate within 0.5 degrees. Have you ever tried cooking meat to an accuracy of 0.5 degrees? It's close to impossible. It is impossible. All right. It's, it's flat out impossible. You know, you're, you're, you can't even calculate your temperature gauge of your food thermometer within 0.5 degrees. You have two thermometers. Thermometers are going to be different. They're going to be a little different, sometimes off by a couple of degrees. How do they measure 0.5 degrees? Do you know? <laughs> here's the funny thing. Okay. So when I smoke meat, I have the firebox on one side and I'm burning wood, right? I'm burning wood, pissing off AOC. I'm, I'm pissing off, you know, uh, all the global warming fanatics because I'm, I'm just basically contributing AOC to the atmosphere. Now, on the right side of the, of the cooking chamber, which is closest to the firebox, it's very hot. All right. It's very, very hot. We're saying maybe it's about 350 degrees. On the left side of the cooking chamber, depending, if, if it's my backyard smoker, it's around 275. So there's a difference of around 25 degrees. But what is it exactly? 0.5 degrees? I don't know. How hot is that cooking temperature completely? I would have to take the average of all the different temperatures all around. I can't even calculate the average temperature of my cooking chamber. And I can't make it you know, accurate within 0.5 degrees. And here we go with this global warming trend saying, wait a minute, you can measure the earth in a tenth of a degree of accuracy when I can't even measure my damn cooking chamber within a tenth of a degree, not even 10 degrees, not even 25 degrees because the temperature varies that much. You know, the, the, the temperature between the shade and the sun can sometimes between be between 5 to 15 degrees. So where are you putting your, your thermometers out there to measure global warming? Oh, let me guess. Guess what? They're on rooftops. They're next to black pavements. Do you think that's going to affect the temperature? Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. And guess what? They put less temperature gauges around the North and South Pole. They put more of them around the equator. So we're not distributing our thermometers evenly throughout the world. And all of a sudden we can get a temperature accuracy within 0.5 degrees. Hmm. Think about it. That's just freaking common sense. Again, I'm not smart. I'm not smart. I'm just exercising freaking common sense. Where has it gone? Where has it gone, right? Well, you know what? Here's the common sense thing for me to do right now. I have to cut to commercial, but I hope you join me on the other side of this commercial because I'm not done yet. I'm really not done talking about this. I have a lot more to vent, all right? So join me in a couple minutes. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com.
am back. I'm ready to continue my venting. <laughs> By the way, I have no notes in front of me right now. I'm just, I'm just freewheeling it, people. <laughs> I'm just freewheeling it. So anyway, I hope your weekend was good. I hope your week has been good. Um, you know, my weekend or week has been pretty cool. Uh, I had some of my friends come down. For, I met for the first time. I met my uh, Facebook friend. Um, never met him in, in real life. Uh, he was a conservative. Met him in a screenwriting group. Took him hiking all around. And then I met his um, friend that also he, he brought down. And we became friends as well. And, I'm, you know, it's really great to meet uh, like-minded people uh, who we can have very intelligent discussions about and even disagree um, we didn't agree with 100% everything out there, but we agreed to disagree. We could have a discussion. And it's not even about really agreeing to disagree. It's just about, you know, having a conversation. Conversation. You know, this is something I think um, has uh, left, uh, I guess, uh, most people. Their ability to have a decent conversation with people has gone out the window. Because right now, if you talk to someone who is just a triggered lefty, uh, you have to be worried about using the right pronouns, offending them. You know, if you, if you know, culturally appropriating something, if you say, Hey, wait a minute, I'm wearing my hair this way. And you know, all of a sudden they're like, Whoa, wait a minute. You can't because you're not of that certain race. Um, you know how stupid this is. I, I'll tell you how, how, you know, cultural appropriation pisses me off. All right. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm 100% Asian. I'm 100% Chinese. 100% Chinese. So here's what happened. I saw a bunch of my other Asian friends on Facebook. I'm not going to say who they are, um, but I saw them um, get very mad at this one white woman. This one white woman out there. Um, she had her and her her daughters, cute little daughters. They all dressed in Japanese kimonos. All right. So my Asian friends start saying, "Well, you can't do that. That's not culturally appropriate." Did you ask? An Asian, if that's okay, they felt so offended that this white person and her daughters were wearing kimonos. Hmm. Now, guess what? Those Asians who were complaining, one of them was Korean, the other was Chinese. Also, guess what? Koreans and Chinese don't wear kimonos. Also, most Koreans don't like Japanese. Most Chinese don't like Japanese either. They're very racist. They, you know, within the Asian community, they don't like each other. All right? Let's just set that straight. And uh, for these American Asians to go out there and all group us all together and say, hey, we all wear kimonos, all the girls wear kimonos, that's more inaccurate. And why are they getting so offended for? These are just triggered Asian Americans you know, who are just trying to play the victim. Right, and of course, everyone jumped on the bandwagon to make this young uh, young mother with the two little little cute little girls dressed in little Japanese kimonos, you know, to make them feel really bad as though they did something racist, which they didn't. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, people. You know, what type of society are we living in when we're looking? You know, people are looking left and right to get offended, and they're. And they're believing lies left and right. I mean, and most of these lies, here's, here's, the, here's the thing that gets me. Most of these lies are distributed in college. So these kids, they go into debt, $100,000, $200,000, right? To get stupider. You have to come out to get stupid. They come out 
and they call, you know, there's no such thing as a pregnant woman anymore. It's a birthing person, right? Uh, there's no such thing as a woman anymore. It's a menstruating person, right? A menstruating person because, uh, you know, apparently, you know, guys can give birth. Men can have periods, right? And if I, th- if I don't think that, if I don't think that, well, you know, you're, you're just not that smart, Steve. You're just, you really are not that smart. In fact, it's getting to a point now, if you're on a dating app and uh, you actually swipe no on a trans, you're, you're a male and you swipe no on a transgender female, huh, you know, you're some type of transphobic because, you know, you should be okay with your female partner having a penis. And if you don't, you know, you're just filled with hate. So you should take it. <laughs> How stupid are we? I'm not that stupid, right? <laughs> you know, back in the day, they called these transgender women chicks with D-I-C-K-S. Remember? Chicks with D-I-C-K-S. That was the, that was the thing, what they called them. And they would even call themselves that. There's no this transgender woman back then, right? But no, now we're getting too politically correct out there. You know, now we're getting, we're getting so stupid, so dumb. Oh, my brain hurts. You know, I, I just don't know where to start. So going back to Joe Biden, he is just, he's part of the problem. I, I think he's the sum of all the problems, right? I mean, you, you know what gets me? So I, I open up my, New York Times Post, or New York, hold on, New York Post app today uh, to, to like look, read the news. And I, I find Joe Biden's approval rating down to, to 39% approval. 39% approval. And people, and the Republicans are saying, wow, look at, you know, it's amazing how, how much his approval rating is just dropping, right? And yeah, okay, there's, maybe there's some cause for some celebration here. His approval rating should be 0%. 39%. I mean, really, are you telling me close to four out of 10 people that I meet are going to approve of this idiot handling of the country? I mean, are we that dumb? I mean, I guess we are that dumb because, again, we can't figure out what a boy or girl is. We can't even read uh, a thermometer correctly and think, oh, yeah, you can measure global warming within a tenth of a degree of accuracy. Uh-uh, can't do that, right? Oh, and this, and all of a sudden, by the way, when Joe Biden says, we have to pass infrastructure to solve global warming. Well, let's read what more of infrastructure means. What does he mean? He means that we need more windmills, need more LED light bulbs, more electric car vehicles, and also um, electric charging stations across America. And if we do that, if we do that, we're going to control the weather. Are you kidding me? So if I buy a Tesla, I'm not part of the problem anymore. <laughs> yeah, I got a funny story for you. You know, when I, when I, uh, I, I bought, a, I used to own um, a Toyota Tacoma, a beautiful blue uh, four-door standard, six-speed manual transmission, four-wheel drive Toyota Tacoma. Um, I sold it maybe about five years ago. But I had a 425,000 miles. I drove the hell out of that damn, damn thing. But I remember picking that thing up. It was one of my first cars that I ever bought. And uh, on my own, you know, no, none of my parents' help or nothing. And, uh, you know, I drove it. 
And I put, I was like, just so into Toyota, right? I'm like, Toyota, Toyota, Toyota. So I pull up to the stoplight and I'm pull up right next to the Prius, right next to the Prius. And I rolled down my window and I said, and I pumped my fist. I said, Toyota, right? And then the jerk in the Toyota Prius tells me, you know, sir, I like to be more of part of the solution than the problem. And he just took off. And I thought, oh, I just got owned. <laughs> what a little dweeb. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's my encounter with a global warming nut who owned a Prius. Remember when those Priuses were the in thing to have before, you know, Elon Musk had his Teslas. But geez, you know, so here's the thing. If you buy a Tesla, you change your light bulbs. You get solar panels. We're going to have less floods. I mean, it really is that really, really true? Or why don't we improve on the, I guess, on, I guess improve our sewage systems? Um, this storm, by the way, it wasn't a hurricane. It was a tropical depression. Uh, here in Hawaii, we get them all the time. We get them all the time, and, our, and we don't flood. And if we are going to flood, you know, we have a weather report that says it. Our mayor comes out, even our mayor being as dumb as they are, they come out and say, hey, it's going to be flooding, or at least we have some, like, you know, some, some warnings. It's a flash flood in the area. De Blasio didn't say anything. All right? Nothing whatsoever. And this storm started from Louisiana and made its way slowly up to, the, to New York City, and he still yet, he wasn't prepared. But apparently, let's just kick the, road, the can down the road, why, why don't we do that, right? Now, here's the playbook of the Democrats. You know, they don't want to deal with all your current problems. They just want to make up imaginary conflicts and uh, just have you, they want you to, they're going to solve those imaginary conflicts like white supremacy. I'm still trying to find out where the hell do these white supremacists live? I've traveled all over the South. I've been tailgating with people. When I go to a tailgate over down there in Mississippi, man, there's all Confederate flags everywhere. I have yet to meet a white supremacist who wants to hang me from the tree or wants to say, hey, you stupid little chink. No, all of these people are so nice. It's called Southern hospitality. Now, I'm sure there's idiots out there. I mean, I'm sure there's racists out there, but I haven't run, ran into one. And here we are saying, oh, white supremacists are the ones we have to worry about. We, we really have to worry about them. And this is the, the whole thing. We have to worry about global warming. Oh, a problem that may not even happen, right? I mean, does actually people, do people actually believe that CO2 is actually going to cause this problem of catastrophic warming and flooding and, and really stronger storms, Right? You know, last time I remember about global warming, or about weather, why don't we just say weather? I thought it was from cold air from the north rushing down over our continent, and then warm air from the south coming from the Gulf of Mexico rushing over our continent and meeting, meeting in the middle, and that's how you get most of your storms. And by the way, most of the storms are formed over the desert in Africa. What was it? The Sahara Desert, right? And they form there, and they make our way over. And that Sahara Desert, um, you know, controls most of our weather. So if that were true, and, and I believe that's true. I, I, read, I read some things, and I saw some, like, you know, National, National Geographic things. Why don't we just grow trees over there in, this, in the Sahara? We can. We have the GMO technology to do that. We can grow stuff. Make it, make it green, and there will be less storms coming from the Sahara Desert. 
But no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's work on, you know, stupid things. You, you know, here, here's the funny thing. El Gore, he comes out with, you know, uh, the inconvenient truth. Remember that stupid video? So he comes out with it, and all of a sudden, he's like this weather guru, blah, 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 and all that stuff, right? Well, after that video came out, he's all telling in the video that, you know, everything's just going to flood, and everything's going to blah, blah, it's going to flood. Really bad. Well, what does he do? He buys property right where it's going to flood. Right where it's going to flood. And um, he doesn't care. Because it's not true. And what does he drive around? Oh, he drives around SUVs, by the way. No hybrids, no electric cars. And what else does he do? He gallivants around in, in, in uh, private jets. Same thing like Obama. Same thing like the celebrities out there. They're out there gallivanting. Their carbon footprints are huge. But they want you to have the smaller carbon footprint. They want the third world country to have a, have a small carbon footprint, right? They don't want that third world country to have access to cheap energy. When if they have access to cheap energy, well, they can keep the lights on longer. Um, they can grow their economy faster. And, you know, maybe they can refrigerate their food a lot easier. Why don't we just say that and a lot cheaper? But no, do we have to, we have to have them use expensive green energy because again being green is very very expensive teslas are very expensive solar panels are very expensive oh so are windmills right oh by the way when donald trump took office he immediately left the paris climate accord well at the same time president obama former president obama bought a property uh, down here in Hawaii, the old Magnum property. I'm not sure if you remember. That was the old Magnum property where Higgins lived, where Magnum lived. We're talking old Magnum, not new Magnum. He bought that property, busted it down, and he started to build, build a compound over there, right on the beach. So you think he really worried about Donald Trump leaving the Paris Climate Accord? Right? You know, if the number one carbon polluter of this whole earth is China. Second, India. Not United States now, all right? First, China. Second, India. And according to the Paris Climate Accord, they don't have to do anything. Nothing. Because the, the Paris Climate Accord, by the way, that word accord, it's not a treaty. Accord literally means according to your own. So China made up a treaty on their own, and so did India. India. And so did all these other countries, which they wrote, and, and basically there's no enforcement. So they can write whatever, say, whatever they say they're going to do and whatever they're going to, um, you know, possibly do to cut their emissions. But do they have to do it? No, absolutely not, because there's no actual treaty and there's no penalization if they don't do that. Why do they want America to be part of it? Because they want our money. We would give them hundreds of billions of dollars of taxpayer money so they can gallivant on their private jets to talk about how much they're how much they're helping the earth. You want to hear a funny story? I got a I know a, I know a person who works on the global warming panel here in Hawaii. Here in Hawaii for for our, our state. They're in charge of global warming. Well, they took a trip paid by our Hawaii state taxpayers um, across the entire nation to learn. No, I'm sorry, across the entire world to learn about global warming. And it looked from their Instagram account, as it looked as though they were going on a really fun, you know, free vacation, right? Really, really, really fun. 
but they said they were doing work. Okay, I'm sure they attended a few conferences, looked at a few solar panels, and looked at some like really cool you know, alternative energy stuff. That's great. But at the same time, you did increase your carbon footprint a lot more than my, mine because I didn't travel around the world. In fact, a lot of people didn't, didn't travel around the world. And they come back and say, hey, you know what? Don't do what we do. But it's okay what we did because we were traveling for work. But it's not okay if you travel for work. And by the way, we weren't, you weren't traveling for pleasure, they're saying. Even though if you check our Instagram and we're all taking selfies and going on the Great Wall and just having a love hold blast, it's all for work. All for work. It's okay when we do it, but not when you do it. All right? So don't follow, you know, you know, you know don't, don't take a vacation that you don't need to. But by the way, if you do take a vacation or you want that nice car, you know, make sure you pay a tax because we're going to tax you and we're going to make sure you can afford you know, afford to pollute, quote unquote pollute. And what are we going to do with those carbon tax credits? We're going to plant trees. Trees, by the way, just to let you know, um, give off CO2. They do inhale CO2 during the day, but they give off CO2 at night. You didn't know that, did you, right? But here's a number. I just did some research and that was the common sense part. But what do I know? What do I know? You know, I, I, a funny story here, another funny story here. Um, I was on Facebook a long time ago. I'm still on Facebook. Um, but I got into a debate with a climatologist uh, down here in Hawaii. He's a professor at University of Hawaii. And he's full-on global warming, you know, fanatic, saying that if we don't do anything, you know, our, you know basically we're going to, you know, Hawaii is going to become, you know, underwater and, you know, just that. I mean, so I, I started, you know how you can see article, I think it was, there was an article which we both had both commented on and I had commented on there and he started debating me. And then we got into a private conversation. Well, what happened was that he sent me a picture and he said, Steve, can you explain this one picture to me? Because right now in Waikiki, the beaches are just disappearing. And if you don't believe in global warming, well, maybe this will, you know, change your mind. Because right now, if if the if the water, um, if there was no global warming, Waikiki would have a much um, wider beach. And I said, okay, that's fine. But do you know that that sand is all imported? And he said that well, he understands that the sand is imported, but back in the day, there was a really wide beach here. And if there weren't, then he would, he would be wrong. He would have his foot in his mouth. But he said, you know, this is all, this is all what I'm telling you. You know, you used to have a big wide beach over there in Waikiki. And now we're not having it. it the, the beach is actually washing away. So I know for a fact through stories from my parents and like stories through like, uh, also, um, I learned, it's one of the few things I actually learned in high school, uh, and also like, you know, just looking at old pictures, that, you know, the first hotel in Waikiki was the Moana Surfrider, and uh, around there, there were all rice paddies, there was no beach, absolutely none, and they actually have historical pictures of this, so I found this historical picture of the Moana Surfrider, surrounded by rice paddies, no sand, by the way, and then I sent it to this professor. I sent it to him and he said, ha ha, good trick. Good trick, Steve. You can do Photoshop really, really well. And I said, no, this is actually 
a photo I downloaded from the Bishop Museum website. He took a look at it, and his foot was in his mouth. And he said, well, this doesn't prove anything. I said, wait a minute. Can I just make the argument and say that maybe the swampland is just reverting back to swampland and not about anything about global warming? And he goes, no, 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 you can't think like that. I said, why not? He says, well, I'm still sticking that the beach is disappearing. I don't care about your swampland or nothing. You know, is climate change is still real, you know, but I don't care about this photo. So don't talk to me again. And then he blocked me. <laughs> wow. So, am I smarter than, than him, or did he just get a lot more stupid? See, I'm not that smart. Again, I'm not that smart. I just downloaded a photo, looked at a photo, and said, hey, it's swampland before, so maybe if we don't keep putting sand in the swampland area, eventually it's just going to go back to swampland. Isn't that the common sense thing to think? And all of a sudden, I'm a genius? Oh, no, wait a minute. According to him, I may be an asshole. Right? Where do we go from here, people? This kind of reminds me of that scene in Spaceballs where, where there was Captain Asso, remember that? And he hired his like nephew or something like that who was another Asso. And then Dark Helmet says, you know, oh my God, I'm surrounded by Assos. And then, say, then he says, keep firing, Assos. Well, that's what I feel like right now. We are really just surrounded by assholes and they're just really the worst type they're dumb they're stupid and they're assholes you know i mean they're dumb and they're rude <laughs> right and they don't want to have a conversation with you because you know their truths that they hold on to um i think deep down inside they know it's a lie they really know it's a lie and if you pierce their veil um they will find out that wow They've been living the last decade of their life as a lie. And it's almost like a waste of time. They've wasted, you know, 10 years of their life believing that this, you know, that global warming is true and that men can give birth. Then like, you know, you know, like uh, all of a sudden that Joe Biden is a great president. Uh, you know, I, mean, I mean, this is what they're going through, right? It must really suck to be a Democrat. Really, really suck. Because you have to believe all of these lies. And you got to exercise some level of being a retard. And I'm not saying, you know, people may say, oh, Steve, you can't say retard out there. But no, I'm not trying to even compare. Like if people have mental illnesses out there, that's something different, okay? We're talking flat out retard or a person who is retarded in their thinking, all right? I mean, literally. Now, is liberalism a mental disorder? You know, Michael Savage said that. And I kind of... You know, took it with a grain of salt back then. I think it's true. I really do. Liberalism is a mental disorder. So I'm going to leave it as that, people. On that note, I'm getting out of here. Talk to you soon. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.